Welcome back to the Middle Leadership Podcast. Uh, this week we get to go through Galatians 4, uh, 8 through 20. Uh, and so we're excited about digging into that. Uh, but before we go forward, uh, let's think backwards. Um, last week we talked about our sonship or daughtership uh, and how we have been adopted by God to be in his family. And so uh, this whole language of slave and free is talking about how the Galatians can be slave to the law, slave to um, the expectations of Judaism. Yeah, there's a really clear time when the the Jewish people uh, and and the now Christians, there was a very clear time when they were slaves. And so as we move forward into uh, verse 8, uh, Paul tells us exactly when that was. He says, formerly, when you did not know God. Mm. So there's this moment where we move from slave to son yeah. or from a captive person to heir of the throne. And so it happens when we learn and hear and know God. So it's a really clear moment uh, throughout the whole of Galatians to capture uh, in the story. And to kind of uh, talk about this whole aspect of uh, once you know who God is, what would it take for you to believe in something else again? So the way we're going to illustrate this with is, fun, with fun, for sure, is what would it take for you to believe in Santa, the Tooth Fairy? again or the easter bunny again so i live in a house with uh little girls uh got a couple older ones but it still have a second grader and a four-year-old and they and they are <laughs> it's awesome to hear my second grader lose a tooth and then have to wrestle with the tooth fairy did she forget me if mom and dad forgot to give her uh, money underneath the pillow? Or the excitement of, dad, this one's wiggly, the tooth fairy is going to have to. And then to hear my fourth grader uh, process that back with me without blowing the surprise for her sister. And so yeah. that storyline is exactly what Paul's doing mm -hmm. with the Galatian audience. Yeah, so uh, what he's saying is these people that are coming in and teaching you these things are putting expectations on you that aren't <laughs> really needed to be met, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the, the law, the rules, the different things that, that um, the Judaism followed, right? Yep. So like the other Jews were coming in and telling these Gentiles they had to be circumcised. They had to follow the law. They had to do these things in order to have a relationship with God. And so the connection to uh, us, modern day, and your table is there's a clarity of truth coming through the gospel series. The reason we continually reteach that is you want everyone to know capital T truth, the hope that we have in Christ and the freedom that comes along with it. And so now that we know truth, we're not under the expectations and the law of even modern church practice. Mm. And so here's the transition into a, um, the second level of questioning. We want our students to hear that story and then say, as, as a person named Paul, who's been a teacher, who is writing back to his friends, uh, when you read the storyline here of 8 through 20, Paul's going to say... Um, uh, so many different emotions are going to come out. He's going to say, have I wasted? 
Uh, I am pleading with you. Don't you remember who I was, our backstory? He said, you treated me like an angel. No, you treated me like Christ himself. And now you consider me an enemy. Right, so off of that, we're gonna ask, our level two question is, how do you think Paul's feeling? Frustrated, flabbergasted, um, confused, um, just uh, yeah, tired, hurt, hurt yeah, done, yeah, um, all these kind of things uh, of what he might have been feeling, mm-hmm. and um, the teaching point off of that is what he's feeling is you know, probably a lot of that, probably hurt, frustrated, uh, but but he is feeling like a parent. Mm-hmm. He is feeling like he has some ownership of their success because he's put so much work in to the relationship and he cares so much about them and he has so much zeal for them. He wants them to succeed and have a great relationship with Jesus. The sad news on this one is ultimately he can't choose for them. Right. And so I definitely have felt this tension as a dad, but I, I have felt it as a pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I sit with students, when I sit with people within, uh, within my ministry, that I watch the choices they're making and I ache and I plead with them and I consistently show capital T truth, but I know that I can't choose. I can't take uh, responsibility for the choices that the people within my ministry or even my own kids, they make. Yeah. And that's, that is really difficult. That is really hard. Um, and so hopefully we can move into some honesty here. Yeah. Um, this is such a hard question and, you know, I think that we can pry in different ways as we get into it. Uh, but the, the question is the level three, the outcome of this is what would, what would Paul, someone who loves you, find perplexing about you. And the way we're going to frame that is also like the leaders at your table and the parent, your parents, like how, what about your behavior outside of church would they find perplexing about you? We definitely want to keep living this gospel understanding, this truth that we have life, death, and resurrection, but then freedom and a new life in Christ in that capital T, now I know this truth. Mm-hmm. But there, if we're honest, there are elements of my life today that someone would find perplexing. They'd say, Josh, you, you say this, and yet you live in this manner. And so this is the place where, with great, great gentleness and with great, great care, we want to invite students to be self-reflective. Yeah, yeah. And like be honest about what's going on mm-hmm. in their everyday lives that maybe they haven't said before. Um, and, and we can kind of, not tiptoe around it, but ask different clarifying questions as you go through of like, so maybe what doesn't line up with mm-hmm. what you say and how you do it. or um, Yeah, here's a little uh, acrostic for you if you need um, language of how to ask those deepening level questions. Uh, pies. P-I-E-S, just think about the the deliciousness that is. But P stands for what are you physically doing? Mm -hmm. I stands for intellectual. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? Yeah. E stands for emotional. And so how are you responding uh, in your heart emotionally towards the situations around you that might be in a way differently than the capital T truth and freedom that we have in Christ? allows us and then also spiritually where do we find ourselves worshiping 
uh, different uh, idols. Uh, maybe that's money. Maybe that's things. Maybe that's people. Yeah. Um, or you can. And if pies is too uh, too simple for you to un- to to remember, then you can go spies, and you can <laughs> add socially on top of that. So yeah. pies and spies, pies and uh, spies. are really easy ways to ask those deepening level questions to yeah. try and see a whole picture Very of our holistic. students. Yeah, yeah. we want because that's what really the whole goal is that we're following Christ with our whole life, every aspect, and so uh, to do this, we have to have self reflection to move forward. Um, so, I uh, hope that those conversations go well, and if you know they um, want to like talk more about it, I encourage you to talk more about it. If you uh, need to talk more about it yourself, come talk to me. Come, uh, I would love to you know sit down and buy you coffee uh, or breakfast or whatever it is, and uh, just talk talk through or a pie or a pie, yeah, yeah. or what you're going through. <laughs> Uh, so again also thanks so much for all that you do Uh, every every week you guys are um, meeting with kids talking with kids and investing in them and it just goes a really long way and I just want to say thank you alrighty well we will see you Sunday